this road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Sweet. Oh, hey, keep it going for Tevin Pittman, everyone. Just uh, masturbating over in the corner of the studio, and because uh, he's all tuned up for our our uh, episode from Swinger Sex Fest. We actually uh, this is sort of a well, not sort of. This is connected to episode thirty four, the uh, Swinger episode. And on that episode, they invited us to uh, come be a part of their swinger event, and we went, and it was awesome. It was uh, it was a real shit show in terms of we were a very new podcast, didn't know what we're doing. We certainly had not gone to a hotel takeover. This was 500 rooms at the Hyatt Regency. They took them over in Minneapolis, and they had the run of the place. And they gave us, they invited us down, and they gave us this kind of suite right on the main floor where everyone walks. And it was it was a show, that is for sure. Um, when I think about it, like, first of all, swingers in general, I'm just amazed at their dedication to sex. It's, uh, they, uh, like when we met with them, they had boner cookies. Their devotion to making everything about sex is just unparalleled. And uh, they gave us a tour of the place before we went and did it, and they're showing us rooms. It was like essentially a big convention center. It's like a trade show, you know, just for horny people. And uh, they take us into rooms. There's orgy rooms. There was um, oil wrestling, uh, strip beer pong rooms. What else, Tevin? Uh, we had we had naked twister. Naked twister. Um, there was. I mean, a blowjob contest broke yeah, blow out. Blowjob contest. There was like a Sibian riding. Yeah, dungeon room. Yeah, it was. I mean, I can't say enough. If you've ever gone to a car show or whatever, just imagine everyone is in various forms of undress with their weird uh, kinks out on display. Right. It was like the wedding expo, except sex. Yeah. It was it, a sex expo. Yeah. It was a. Uh, like you know, like I saw my dentist there, um, walking down, wearing his regular clothes, holding mm-hmm. a leash that was around a woman's neck from like a Motley Crue video, and I mean that in that she literally, by her age, could have been in a Motley Crue video. <laughs> She's wearing the same bikini, but um, it, it was weird, you know. And they knew that we weren't a part of it. They knew we weren't a part of the community, so they were very tentative about us at first. Um, so we kind of knew that going in, and we strategized, and we uh, we reached out to episode twenty five, I believe, the stripper uh, B, who ended up being you know like a, a regular on the show, and she came as our kind of resident sexpert. You know, uh, we wanted everyone to know that we're not, even though we will make fun of you and we'll make jokes that we are like, 
you know, we're not just coming and trying to shit on your thing at all. Um, we were really open to it. Not actually, like, participating, but open to, like, you know, I wanted to hear how people uh, do right. that. Not just shutting it down the first time they mentioned anything about it. Right, right, exactly. Or just, yeah, we didn't want to be uh, sophomoric, I think is what they'd say. So we, we had a great support staff. Um, like I said, we had a room right on the main drag, and essentially what we did is we had B. She enlisted a couple of honeys and a couple of friends to help out. We had uh, uh, Cassie Rui who came, who we're going to promote her stuff. So she's a voice you'll hear on here. We had some comics. We had Brian Miller, Isaac Witte, and, um, and then, of course, the great Kayla Bachman and her friend Aria, whose last name I can't remember, but the beautiful Aria. Um, they were all helping. Like We had people going around trying to round up people to come on the show. And what we ended up with was sort of of an open door policy and just let people walk in and tell us your story. Um, so I want to say thank you to all those people, to B and Cassie and Kayla and Aria, um, Isaac Witte, Brian Miller, and Michelle Mildred, who noped out of it very quickly. Um, Isaac Witte did too at a certain point. Uh, Tom Colvin was working camera and sound. So um, enjoy the episodes. This is, we did it over two nights. Um, and we're going to put some video from Swinger Sex Fest up on Patreon this week. So look out for that and free tickets to shows that we have some shows we're going to announce. So, um, yeah, if you can uh, help us out, we really appreciate it. So, all right. So, so this will be the first, um, the first guest is actually the first person who walked in and, uh, she was a sex worker, a hooker with a heart of gold. And I really loved, uh, talking to her. So enjoy this. My name is Gabe. I'm the host. Thanks for coming in to our room and Thank you. being our first guest of the Sex Fest 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what kind of sex worker are you? You identify as a sex worker. I do. What's your, yeah. Um, I am a full service sex worker, which means um, I'm also an inside worker. Inside? Um, so there's, there's kind of, there's all sorts of categories and subcategories. I'm an inside sex worker and a full service sex worker, which means I do most of my advertising on the internet and indoors. Mm -hmm. And I am, another synonym would be escort. Okay. I have sex with people. Yeah. (laughs) Do you, do you, do you men and women? Because you said full service. Full service. Yep. Full service is referring, you can be a full, uh, body sensual massage person uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not as familiar with that because that's not what I do mm-hmm. um, that's usually people who offer massages and then they finish you know with yeah their choice of whatever they want to finish say with. the thing like Jack and I because we're a dirty show or oh, whatever, okay, so good. okay yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it either ends with a blowjob or a hand job or something um, I've never done that so I I don't know that side of it but um, yeah I am an how long have you done it I've been in this profession for two years, uh, full-time, two years. I've dabbled in it before, okay. um, but this is the first time I've made it my career, my So how did path. you decide to make it your career? Um, you know, it's something I kept coming back to, and I view it kind of like I view any passion. You know, it's something that has really come up in my life over and over and over again. You know, and it, when I wasn't, for example, when I wasn't charging money for sex, I would still have a really active sex life. I've done 
you know, I've had a gangbang before, a really nice one, like a really well-organized one. Sure. Which really makes a difference. Yeah, I, um, I went to one where the guy's organized by height. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A well-organized a well yeah. gangbang yeah, no, sounds no, like an oxymoron. The one I went to, like, the guy asked, you know, what do you, what are your parameters? Like, how big do you want their cocks to be? Like, what, are you comfortable with all, like, ethnicities? Wait, was there like, a casting call for yeah, this? Was this a paid one? No, 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 this is just for me. And they're that, like, empathetic? An yeah, well, there was a big bang. there was a big network. This was in Madison, Wisconsin. I went okay. to school in Madison. Yeah. Um, and this was like a big group of people that would commonly do gangbangs. So like the invite would go this out. I, you know, it was, this was like fucking like ten years ago. This was before. And five. Twelve. Ten. Ten. How many people were in the group? Yeah, no, like How at my party alone. You? At my party was nineteen. So you fucked 19 guys at that party? Yes, over six hours, though. Who was the last guy? Was he the uh, ugliest the, guy there? No, 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 no. The last guy was super nice. Yo, you he gave me, <laughs> the last guy gave me a cold beer can to put between my legs because it was, you know, oh. six hours later. He was very sweet. He let me rest my head in his lap. I remember him. Really? Yeah. He, yeah, he was very nice. He did. He the did. The 19th yeah. guy to fuck and is this yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is this like a company that's doing this, where, or is it like? No, no, no. Just a, some a friend was like, "Hey, should we do a gangbang?" And you're I like, think yeah. I was on Adult Friend Finder, okay. and someone asked me if I wanted a gangbang, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was a little bit more naive then, so I, I really lucked out that this guy was so, so well nice. organized. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really lucked out. Is that? It, I mean, especially, so how old were you when you did that? I think I was just out of college, so 22. No, that doesn't make sense. It would be, sorry, because I spent like, three years in Turkey. The timeline gets messed up. Yeah. I think I was 24. So most people who go, I, well, actually, that was a bullshit statement I was going to say. But That's okay. the way that people think of sex workers, mm -hmm. I think, is that you end up there for a reason that is not your design. Right. Yeah. Where, like, some people and some people do. And I think everybody to a degree, like anybody that goes to work is there because of a reason that, you know, isn't the best. Like I want yeah. to be able to, uh, you know, I uh, I grew up for me like I grew up not in the best position financially. And this has really afforded me this amazing opportunity to not just like not just be out of poverty and be living like a solid middle class, yeah. like nice lifestyle, but to be exposed to so many things. Like I have seen wealth that I didn't know existed, yeah. you know, and that's not every client. I'm not saying every client is you know, a billionaire, but I have clients who are billionaires. Really? You have see, a billionaire client? Yeah. I have a client who has 26 cars. One of them was in hmm. the one that James Bond fucking, he had a custom made and Europe. I don't. Yeah, so I how don't did you, how did you find out, in a sense, that that is something you? So uh, were you, and I and I say this lovingly, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. were you a slut? Yeah, I was once I started having sex because I felt like I needed to catch up. Yeah, okay. Because I started late. Catch up to who? Just oh, just in general. It was just a yeah. competition okay. with yourself yeah. when you're a great. Like I was embarrassed that I was a virgin at 22. I you was embarrassed. Been. I yeah. know, right? Yeah, that was right. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> yeah. like as someone with a vagina, like I was embarrassed. Like. Um, and can I, and okay. Can I ask yeah. a question just because yeah. this is bothering me? So you said an inside versus inside. outside. What is there an outside worker? Sure, fuck yep. outside. Is that like no. <laughs> <laughs> outside workers are um, workers that work either on the street and there's like you can work in. Uh, um, I guess it would still be an inside worker. It's called freestyling when you go to. Um, <sighs> 
when you go to hotels, casinos, that kind of thing, okay. and like go into the bar and try to pick somebody up. I guess that's still inside work, but outside is it's mostly. like sales jobs. Right. There's inside sales. You're in the store. Yeah. Outside sales. Is your door to door like knock knock? Do you want? I say freestyling. My wife caught me jacking off the other night. No, and did she? Yeah, I was freestyling with the door open. Oh gosh, it's, it's a different kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah, she got and she felt she was hurt. Yeah, but I want to go back to your your question. I do okay. want to make another comment um, about you know people believe that it's not you know a choice that you would make for yourself, and it's you know mm -hmm. and it's something that you know comes from a source of pain or it's something that comes from trauma or whatever. And like the biggest thing I want to say about that is that like yeah, like some people in sex work are traumatized. Some people in fucking sales are traumatized. Like some people like in the government are fucking you traumatized. Bitch. Like I'm a furniture salesperson <laughs> and I resent that. No, actually, no, I, you know what I'm saying. I've and it's and it's and it's a sad reality. And you know what? Like there, I have multiple reasons for being a sex worker. I'm a sex worker because I love it. I'm a sex worker because I have a disability. I have a sleep disorder that makes it very hard to be awake during the day. I have to take meds to like stay awake during the day so it's hard to Narcolepsy? go to a it's a it's like it's cousin okay it's called idiopathic hypersomnia similar huh. um, mouthful I know sound flatter yeah I know <laughs> but um you know and it makes it hard even working you know part-time isn't really enough money to live on and I think it's kind of you know I just I view myself as an actress I view myself as as an actress with the guys in those moments yeah, because I'm creating like a beautiful this. Hold on, let me think of how I want to articulate it. Because um, it's really important to me. It's like sure. It's like I'm I'm providing love for an hour, and it's really meaningful. Not to everybody, and for to some clients, it's meaningful in that they don't get enough sex. For some clients, it's meaningful in that they don't get enough intimacy. Um, and I can be there for both of those kinds of clients. Like some clients just want to fuck me. Of course. And that's fine. And they, those are the clients that literally like will pay me for the hour. They come within 15 minutes and then mm -hmm. they're like, okay, see you next time, you know. And that's fine because it's I'm fulfilling a need and I enjoy that. And then there are clients who want to spend, you know, again, we'll get done after, yeah. you know, half an hour. And then we, you know, spend the rest of the time with our faces two inches apart because we're cuddling and whatever. Wow. What's the best you've ever felt? Or, like, is there something that you've ever done where you go, like, where you walked away going, like, I really did a good thing there? Yeah. I, I feel like um, there was one client who uh, his wife had died. He was uh, in his early 80s. And his wife had passed away. And he, you know, because of his age, he wasn't able to perform like he would ideally want to. But he just wanted the intimacy and he wanted some of the the sexual atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because like he and I, you know, it's not like we just held each other for an hour. Like he right. went down on me like it was, you know, whatever. Right. But um that was really meaningful and and it was funny because he <laughs> he had such trouble emailing me his information because he was so old yeah and um he had sent me a picture of himself and he but he typed the email wrong and so i didn't get it and then he didn't hear from me and he called me and he was like i thought you looked at my picture and decided not to see me and i was like oh my god what did he say that made you feel so good about it like was there something that he said at the end that made you go it was his honesty. 
yeah. it was his honesty and what he needed in the moment you know and was it hard to take the money sometimes sometimes it is and yeah. but the you might really have the heart of gold um like no, 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 no. I mean, I no? think, I think, I think everybody experiences. Well, I mean, it, part of it is because I'm um, relatively new. I've only been in this for two years. It's sure. not like I've been in this for ten years or something. How many? But how many job tricks? I mean, that's the way I know yeah. the word. But yeah, how many have you done? Do you think? Oh gosh, I I work scale. about no, I work about five days a week, so I have about five clients a week over two, but I average about seven clients a week so I would say whatever 365 times two is <laughs> what's the most um, what is the most you've done in one day when I first started I had a lot of like misconceptions about mm -hmm. how it worked I thought I had to stay up all night I thought I had to see like 20 people yeah and um, I saw maybe six or something I think I fell asleep on one of them. Wow. Not during yeah, sex. Oh, yeah. that's, that's Not during sex. That was, yeah, I would have given him money back if that had happened. But. Would you? It's, I wouldn't. I'd say it's a fetish. Right, right. Yeah, he exactly. thought it was, was adorable. He yeah. thought he wore me out. I was saying, yeah, that's what I would, I would be like, yeah, you wore me out. Yeah, now yeah, give me yeah, my yeah, money, yeah, I'm yeah, leaving. Yeah. Do you feel like, like okay, for, for stand-up comedy, which is, of course, whatever, the prism that I have to go through is, there's a whole bunch of people who do stand-up comedy. But there's, to me, there's some who do it right or whatever, who like really care about what they're saying or try to um, provoke the audience. I don't know, like you're striving for something higher and then there's people who are just laugh monkeys who are fucking trying to mm -hmm. get people to laugh or whatever. Mm -hmm. or is that how you view prostitution at all? Like, like do you view it as an art form in a sense? Um, I think it is, I think it's an art form and I think that um, one important distinction I wanna make is that um, I am, in love with sex work. I love sex work. Mm -hmm. Not everybody who does sex work loves sex work, and that right. is 100% okay. Yeah. I want to, cause I, and I just, it, <laughs> it's personal to me because, you know, I have a lot of friends who are in this for a lot of different reasons, and it's like, yes, it's an art form, and it's an art form that somebody, like, you don't have to love your job, you can fucking hate your job, yeah. you know, and it's still like, and it can still be an art form, you can still be fucking good at it, and yeah. like, be a great actress, and like, you know, and fucking curse him when he when you shut the door when he leaves. Yeah. You know, and it's I just want to make that that part clear because that part's important to me because it is, you know, it's something that I talk very passionately about. I love it, but I want to make sure that everybody knows that like, whatever your reason to be in sex work is, like it's legit. You're good whether you're on the street or in the hotel room. Like. Yeah. Good. So what about this though? Okay, because I, I I have a weird thing with um. Okay. To me, what mm -hmm. turns me on about sex is that I like that it's dirty. And I like that it's, like, I, I want some things to be wrong. And I want, like, mm -hmm. I don't, we're in a culture, we're in a place yeah, where yeah. everything's very, like, yeah. like, and trying to bring everything into the light, and mm -hmm. which is overall healthy for, you know, people's lives and all that mm -hmm. shit, so I'm not against it. But um, I don't know. I like the wrongness of it to some degree, and I want it to stay that way. Can you relate to that at all or not? Um, I relate to it in the sense that I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, That's nice. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not, I don't feel the same way. Yeah. Um, but I know what you're talking about. And I definitely think like that kind of, 
there is, you know, there's respect to be had for de degradation and sex. And yeah. Like, you know, humiliation and sex with, you know, consenting adults. Like it's Yeah, funny, I was going to say, know. like, I'm not, I'm not, to be clear. Yeah, sorry. I'm not trying to, like, degrade, like, I don't want to throw a dirty towel at a chick's face after I fuck <laughs> okay, her and, like, good. walk out of there. Yeah, I'm just saying, like... I, I, I guess I don't doing. know. Like I, I like you know we did the swinger thing. Yeah. Like so we did a swinger interview and they were talking about how the couples get together and they meet and discuss it and whatever. It's like yeah. To me, the whole sexy thing is like where you walk to the bathroom and the chicks there and then you just turn and fucking pin her against the wall and fuck her. Like there's no. See that's what's changing though. I know I hate that's that. That's really I changing. Know. I know. It's I know. super changing. I know. So so in your in your time as as a sex worker, is there any requests that you have gotten from clients that you're like, no, I can't do that, or after you did it, you're like, never doing that again. Well, okay, there's I have one story. Answer both those questions. <laughs> yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. Um, there was one guy who. Uh, um, he kept bothering me to like, what did he want me to do? He wanted me to like pee in his mouth or something. And, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, which is fine. Like you, and most of the time people who ask me for that are full of shit. They're not planning to book me at all. Like they're fucking fantasy bookers. But, oh. um, but this one guy, like he gave me his hotel information and I told him, I'm like, dude, like, I'm not going to do it. If you want to hire somebody else, hire somebody else. And he was like, no, no, I want to see you. I want to see you. And this is such a downer story. I'm sorry. No, this is no, 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 because because what's a that what's downer about it is because I met with him, and um, and we he's actually really nice, and we like had a really good time. And afterwards, after we had sex, he was like, "Yeah, I'm really sorry. I asked you all that. It's just you know when I was growing up, I was abused, and that's what they would do to me. And so now I have this fetish and like all this stuff. That's why I'm saying it's a downer story. But like I just felt like really." That's yeah, yeah, or like that kind of thing. And wow, that's so, dark. And, well, it's dark, but like, I, you know, I felt really, I fe he really opened up to me and I appreciated that. And it's hard as, you know, as somebody who people, because people open up to you when you're naked and yeah. you've just had sex and like, and it is hard sometimes to not get emotionally drained. And I have to be careful to take days off. I have to be careful to, um, because you don't want to like actively hate somebody when you're having sex with them. That's, like, so that's, that's one of that takes more energy, you know, to like pretend like you're not, you know. How often? So of your whatever, you know, have you ever fallen in love? Like, you know, where, where someone comes free. in. I've fucked you people have? for free, um, but I mean, that's as far as I go. They hired you for a job. And they hired you, me, and then we. You would, liked it so much. Well, yeah, it, or they, like, one guy was, um, he had the biggest dick, and he didn't oh. know how to use it, and, but he was so sweet to me, he was so, <laughs> he, like, oh, my, he called me his angel, and he was young, he was, like, my age, and he was handsome. Was he it's always thin guys have giant dicks like that. I know, he Isn't was, it? like, medium-sized, but, yeah, just massive, like but, me? like, didn't, <laughs> but he... <laughs> But, you know, he just didn't, I don't think he was very experienced with sex. How about this? What is the most, and, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not no, trying to, fine. I'm truly not trying to trigger something, but it, you're fine. I think for people to know what's, yeah. what's the most afraid you've ever been during a, a Um, trying to think. Huh. The one time I got ripped off, that sucked. Um. Do you have a pimp that comes and handles that for you, or like? Oh no, 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 no! no. I'm too greedy for that. I 
can't give my money away to anybody. Jesus Christ. Especially all <laughs> of us. I give my money away right. to my dog, and that's right. it, you know. So what what, uh, um, what happened with that yeah, one? Yeah, he just, like, this was way at the beginning when I first started. He So I have screening methods for seeing people, and one of the screening methods is you can send me a scan of your ID. Um, wow. God, I would think that's a cop if I was a new... Yeah, or well, just a scam that's only if trying you don't have money. a reference. So in order to see me, one of two things has to happen. You either have to have seen one or two other escorts who I can text and who I can be like, wow. okay, did you see this person? And they're like, yeah, he was fine. Or like, no, he ripped me off or like whatever. Okay. And then if they don't have, that's what's called a reference. If yep. they don't have a reference, then I make them um, send me a selfie actually of them holding their ID. And the reason I make them do a selfie is because this guy had found a picture off of Google Images, and I was new and I didn't know how to reverse search an image, oh, um, okay. so it wasn't him. And I have terrible facial recognition, so like, when he got there, it wasn't him that was in the ID. But I didn't even think to like hold it up and like fucking like so, compare. So you, I mean, you really vet them and take it yes. pretty seriously. Yes. So what? How about? As far as rates, I mean, how do you set your rates? How do you figure out what your? Because I'm so mm -hmm. humble as a person, mm -hmm. as you can see from my podcast with my name on it. <laughs> no, but but for real, like to say to have sex with me, I don't know, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Like, yeah. you know, how do you decide that? We have rates by time, um, so uh, rates cannot be. Uh, well, it's kind of stupid because it's like this whole kind of facade based on their of like. To pay too, a little well, bit, no, right? it's not though. Okay. Um, it's just stupid because like we call rates, we call them donations. We like, uh -huh. we sell time. We don't sell sex acts, except we do like right. it's cause it's kind of dumb to like even refer to it as that, but that's like the lingo we use or whatever. So my rates are, um, I keep them actually like they're in the middle, but I keep them a little bit on the lower side because I like the volume of people I see. Sure. Um, I enjoy seeing somebody every day, and yeah. so I like to, and I raised my rates once, and then it meant more, like, it evened out money-wise, you know, with less people, and then, what so I charge 300 an hour, 400 for 90 minutes, 500 for two hours, and I'm going to change it. Um, Can you say that again? There's people fucking talking. I'm sorry. That's so I'm okay. Just, no, I'm just trying to hear what. Sorry, yeah, my yeah. rates are um, 300 for an hour, 400 for 90 minutes, 500 for two hours, 800 for a dinner date, which is two hours private time, two hours public time, and $1,200 for an overnight, um, which is 12 hours and eight hours of required sleep. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Why is a dinner date more? Like, wouldn't you want to yeah. do, like, if because I did dinner dates for 100 and, like, and I said a dinner date is two hours, I'd rather go off on dinner then here's the thing though so two hours is 500 right well, the mm. time commitment so a I dinner suppose. date is four hours so it being three hundred dollars more than discount. 500 it's actually a discount and the reason it's discounted is because social time costs less than private time so that's why there's like a little bit of oh, a difference okay. in it okay what's the most shitty restaurant a dinner date's taking you on Oh no! Anybody that takes me on a dinner date is super lovely. So yeah, I like I've liked all the places. Like, I I had one client. He um, he is disabled and he's in the wheelchair. He's paralyzed from um, the neck down. And we there's but there's this really fucking amazing um, like sushi restaurant near his apartment. And so we would walk over there and you know he'd be in his chair and we'd 
have dinner together and it was really nice um so that begs the question so yeah. when you have sex with a guy in a wheelchair yeah so he can how was that for you the first time like i mean what was it was it it was you know, only difficult because i didn't want to um hurt him well i didn't want to hurt him and and yeah he was smaller than me <laughs> right um I didn't want to hurt him, and I also didn't want to, like, do things for him that he could do for himself. Yeah. And so I had to kind of learn, like, okay, does this hurt? Like, is this okay? Yeah. You know, how is this working for you? And that's a big part of kind of my job is, like, you know, I always ask people, like, does that feel good? Like, yeah. how are we doing? You know, or not how are we doing, but. What's the most. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what is the most, like, um, I don't know. Is there something that funny has happened during uh before oh yeah i'm sorry i'm just thinking and and b if you have one that comes out or whatever let me know i always think there's guys who like like even if i think back on myself when i was younger a younger man of like dirty talking (laughs) like how many girls i've like yeah yeah, you fucking like that or whatever i I don't know just where i wasn't that good i don't know it's just it's (laughs) i think there's nothing sadder than people are confidently dirty talking who are probably not that good at oh gosh that no i think the funniest thing was um again this all the weird bizarre things happened when i first started because i didn't know how to screen and um one guy he gave me directions to his house and it was like i drove up and it was in some fucking rich suburb and there was this huge house with this long like driveway and i get up there and I go and I knock on the door and the guy had requested I wear this like short dress and no underwear and stuff. And this guy comes to the door and I'm like, hey, and I give him a hug and he like looks at me and then his fucking wife comes from behind him. And I'm like, oh, and they, they were like, oh, what's going on? And I was like, oh, I, I, I'm meeting my friend. Um, and then I showed him the address on my phone. I'm like, I must have the wrong address. And he's like, no, that's the right address. <laughs> and then, that was um, good of you to try to cover. Like well, that. I tried to, and they were yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh, he must have written it wrong. And then as I'm pulling out, I get a text message. This guy's fucking neighbor is on fucking coke, sending hookers to his neighbor's house. Wow. Like, and watching. He was like, oh, I saw you had trouble backing out there. And I was like, fuck. Because I went the wrong way. What a I fucking, know. that's like the ordering pizzas thing, like times a thousand. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, and then did we get the answer about, like, your scariest one? Oh, it was that? just, uh, what was I even saying for that one? Um, oh, yeah. Guy gave me a fake ID. Um, and then... Um, like he we were going out to smoke and he wanted a soda and like so and this again was at the beginning well this was at the beginning and he what he did was he had me book the hotel room in my name Mm -hmm. which i would never do again never and he had specifically had me book one with a jacuzzi and i later found out it was and he told me to be in it when he got there and i found out that was so that when he put the envelope with the money on the dresser or whatever i wouldn't fucking check it because i was in the sauna or not in the sauna the fucking jacuzzi and he had monopoly money in it <laughs> and when we went the out right to size. Like, i know yeah. it, well i didn't check the envelope because he had me in the fucking jacuzzi right. You know, and like wanted the lights off and shit because he thought I would recognize he wasn't from the ID and I didn't even get that far. But. What's the most money you've ever got for one one job? Um, I have a hard time saying trick, I guess, for some reason. That's okay. okay. Um, 
I would say, I mean, I've had a couple of overnights, which is 1,200, and then I've had a couple um, thousand, fifteen hundred dollar days. Yeah. That's the biggest dick you've ever had yeah. sex with. Lightning oh, round. I've had I've Come had sex to where questions. like I couldn't have sex anymore. Like I had to call it off and be like, "Here's half your money." What? Yeah. His dick was so big. It, that you had well, to, yeah, it hurts after a while. How how big would you say? Like to like a like a coke can? Well, it's not. No, it's not even that. It's it's the the size of the cock and the duration. Ah. Like the guys who can't. The marathon talk. man. Yeah. People, I don't know, I, I, I hate, I hate, hate, hate that people think that, like, sex has to last an hour. It does not. It does not. Five fucking, nine, well, I guess five minutes is a little short, but, like, you know, 15 minutes of solid, good quality sex Absolutely. is fucking enough. What is the dirtiest sex you've ever done? Like, to where even as it's going on, you're going like, what, this even pushes it for me. Um... I don't have an answer. Okay. Is there one where? Because I don't, I don't do a lot of crazy stuff. The craziest thing I do is I go to group sex stuff. Okay. What's the most holes you've ever filled? <laughs> I would say three, and that was a one-time anal experience. I don't do anal anymore. Well, I thank you for doing it once. Right. I, I gave it a you. shot. Yeah. You I, know. I'll say so. Anyone so, else have anything? Yeah, I guess as we wrap this up, what uh, so Sex Fest, this is your first Sex Fest yes. experience. What are you expecting? What have you seen so far? And what are you hoping to experience in the future? Um, I'm pretty satisfied. One difficult thing about the way my body works is once I come, I'm kind of like done for a while. I have a lower like recovery rate yeah. or whatever. It takes me a while. Yeah. So Very I good. already was on that Sivian machine. Is that, that's what it's Sivian, called, right? Sivian, yeah. Sivian, Absolutely. yeah. And yeah, and I am worn the fuck out, but I'm hoping that I can get my energy back. I want to have at least two more orgasms. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, pulling for you. Um, hmm? I said I'm pulling for you. Thank you. And I'm pulling I, about you. I just want to, and I want, I hope that in the time that we've been talking, things have gotten a little bit more relaxed with the clothing mm -hmm. because yeah. I, it's it's really hot in those rooms, but like I don't want to be the only naked one. So. Yeah. Go ahead. You gonna, you gonna lube you gonna yeah. lube wrestle? Go ahead. Lube wrestle? Yeah. Oh, I'll get in my hair. I suppose. Ah. Maybe. Maybe. There's gotta be another like good dirty question that I'm asking. Because of course like our listeners always want to know the most extreme kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sort of pride myself on the show of of asking questions that yeah. are sort of uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just fucking, I'm so excited, and you're so forthcoming that it's kind of yeah. thrown me off. And I know. Well, I was, it's great. Because before you walked in the door, you said you had sex before you came in here. Where yeah. Where did you have sex in here? Was it in one of the orgy rooms? It was on the Sibian. That's oh, what I was oh, referring okay, okay, to, okay. yeah. Do you ever I pity was, the guys who you felt like? Pity and resent, almost? Like, God, you're a fucking whatever. Um, just. Sometimes little things bother me, like if they put their face too close to mine so that I'm breathing their exhale. I don't oh, like that. That's I really do like that when I love someone. <laughs> but the, and that's the thing. It's just it's like one step of intimacy too far. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't want to breathe your out breath. Yeah, like, for sure. I just don't. You I know? always just think of yeah. How about your? Do you, do you? On what percentage of your tricks do you orgasm? Half. Really? I don't come from. Um, 
uh, vaginal stimulation. I come from clitoral stimulation. What's so that? I need I need a, something vibrating on the outside to come, okay. or I need oral sex to come. How about too. if but I'm I don't quaking come during in fear? Sex. Quaking in fear. Yeah, I don't on, think but on that the clitoris. Okie doke. That was Hooker with the Heart of Gold. I love the stuff about the uh, group sex. <laughs> and uh, okay, the next one is we're gonna do the dominatrix. Um, I think she was uh, just a really intelligent and fun dominatrix that was uh i think she advocated well for for swinger sex vests and people of that lifestyle so enjoy for me it's like there's a difference between that like carnal nature and that's going back to the relationship anarchy piece is where monogamy for me doesn't make sense because i'm so primal that it's like if i have a need that i want filled using that as a I'm, I'm just so proud. But for real. No, I know. Right. I just, no. Like, it is, it's that internal need. And once you learn to recognize what it is, those other vices start to go away. Well, so I. At have, least that's my I experience. I have the same, th- I mean, in a sense, I get, I love saying that I'm, I'm, well, I'm a very primal it's hard man, to as you know. To Mrs. Noah. But it is just, it is a fact, like, I want what I want, and I fucking, <laughs> fucking, what the fuck? And you use it. Yeah. And you want it and you use it. Okay. So how much how much more would you be like happy and satisfied if with those things you had a network of people around you to be like, hey, you wanna do this with me? Maybe, maybe? Okay. Maybe not that one. But what about that one? Is that your thing? Sweet, let's do it. I feel like I had those people. I fucked them all and I burnt the bridges and now I don't talk to them anymore. Oh, see I don't yeah, no. I don't burn those bridges. No, I mean I I'm, guess. I'm just saying but if there is something I want, oh my God, I've got somebody on speed dial that's like, hey, you want a booty call? Give me, let me know. I feel like sometimes that this whole community, and I'm, I, I, this sounds like a, I don't mean this exactly, right? So please understand I'm being provocative here. Tell um, me more. Is a giant justification. <laughs> sure. You know, and just sit, sitting there and going like, no, this is really positive. Like, we like mm-hmm. doing this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and fuck my wife. I really think it's uh, fun to watch. And of course, that's a, whatever exaggeration yeah but, but i think it's a fair when one i do sometimes. that with you know in my life with drugs and stuff like that there was a big period where it was like you know fucking they should legalize meth like it's from the right. earth regulate like, it people are from right. the earth and they make it so yeah, regulate right. you, it. Just, you justify it because it's what you're because what doing. it's what you want right whereas the people who you know overwhelmingly in all these conversations the people involved, and this is not a fucking indictment at all, have been abused, have been, like, they're, they're all Who those backstories. One in four have. Well, everyone here, ha- like, and you I'm know, not, and not, and not, and not, not I'm not meaning that as a, not everyone here, yeah. It is. If one in four have, then of course you're damn right people oh, in this community no, it's just a, mo- it's a yeah. fucking monstrous right. uh, figure, and, and it's, if there's anything through the show that's been horrible to find out, it's how fucking just by sheer luck I got through because that's what you learn Mm -hmm. with all this stuff is that it's just like right but how fucking tough are you at the end well I didn't do shit I'm weak as hell you guys are the tough ones you went through yeah yeah. that's 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 yeah no I fucked up everything without it yeah I'm saying I didn't need to be raped to fuck it like Right, you I, don't need it. No, it. Jesus, life's hard enough I, without. Yeah, I'm I saying <laughs> I wouldn't have made what you guys made. Yeah. I, wouldn't I wouldn't even necessarily say yeah. that, like the people we've talked to on this podcast, are broken. It's no, more that they're like they're like stronger because like we've heard, we just did an episode with a sniper where it's mm-hmm. like his life story would break. Yeah, 
oh, yeah. 10 out of 10 people. It, it was beyond. And he broken. made it through. And it's like, how do you call those people broken when they're stronger than anybody else's? They made it yeah. through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, yeah, Gabe, I'm broken. Well, Gabe's broken. Yeah. Gabe's broken. And, and I'm not. <laughs> We're all strong. Gabe's broken. I, I, like, I really hate staking out that position, and I don't, in a sense, mean it, but I have observed it, and it's something that right. just, you know. And are they consensually doing it with the community that they're in? And I think for me, that's the communication piece is that if you're open and communicative about what your intentions are yeah. and then follow that up with that similar action or that matching action. Yeah. Well, then the people that you're in that relationship with, you keep those lines open and continue to build on that. Yeah. And so that's when it can be like, we're not saying jealousy doesn't exist. Oh, fuck no. Do I get jealous? Uh huh. Yeah. Sure do. Still, absolutely. Yeah. That's when uh, uh, we talked about that a lot. Do I get like pissed off about things? Yeah, for sure. But then it's like I avoid the Minnesota niceties and say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm feeling. And Jesus, call it therapy, call it whatever you want. But then bringing it in for me to this community is why I love being a sex educator and all of this. It's like, yes, I do sex work. And my primary job is a sex educator. And so it's like growing up, it is. It's this full swing, and everybody's like, holy shit, how'd you do that? Well, I grew up super conservative, got raped, had this happen, found myself, and now I get to teach kids that are 7th, 8th, and ninth graders, and sometimes even younger, how to have these conversations so they don't end up like I did or like every other person that sat in this chair in some way, shape, or form did. Yeah. Because we're opening up those channels of communication. Would you be here if you weren't raped? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I'm too kinky otherwise. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten here sooner and been this ha- this much happier. Yeah. So much sooner. Do you, Will you, if you have children, will you, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't oh, need to say that. Ask. But you know what I mean? No, I mean, I don't know the question. I'm just trying to think, okay, I have uh, young children now. And I think, so what you are is absolutely what I considered myself grow like through high school college whatever like I fuck like just not jealous I'm saying like open sexually like just open to whatever and you know like uh, yeah like like I could never be married because I you know like like it was a great idea I I still in a sense wish I would have become that I don't want to become a fucking dad who's married to the same mean ass broad night after well night, mrs noah's nice you like mrs no noah. well she's nice to other people not to me well, she's nice to me no i'm just this is a joke <laughs> you seem pained. she's confused no i'm i'm i just i think it goes back to the communication does she no, have it, that it same does. like sense of like who she is and what she wants does she want to be a mom and stay at home i think anyone <laughs> yes like, no yes she does yes okay but it, what else is she getting that's satisfying her like her as a human her as a sexual being yes gabe exactly. what else is satisfying this is noah <laughs> Um, Sorry, I'm, I thought you were doing no, the interviewing, no, no, no. and then no, I'm fine. sitting here asking. We, we've talked about this many times. This oh, you isn't, have? yeah, this isn't Clearly uncomfortable. Never I don't think we ever talked about yeah, what satisfies okay. Mrs. Noah. No, well, you better not. Mrs. not Noah. After what no, I've walked in on. Can she no. satisfy herself sexually? Yes. Okay, great. Can she tell other people how to help her with that, like fully? I mean, like what the fuck are you asking me? Uh, other people. Is she communicative? Yes. No. No. No, I mean, listen, we're, we're not in general. I, and, and by the way, I believe, and th- so this is what I respect out of this community a lot, but I also at the same ride, or the same 
the same token I like deride you for it almost because you're like what a bunch of fucking weirdos that they can talk openly with their spouses why is that go, weird it's not weird that's exactly. what I'm saying change the fucking mm-hmm. stigma I know <laughs> but that's what I'm saying just from my perspective exactly like, and it's from not, so many people's perspectives but I don't really say I'm I'm trying to be and like, don't yeah, devil's bit, advocate I know funny. that I'm that you are this is not the healthy thing these yeah may not all be and that's right. totally okay no Mm-hmm. for them yeah. right now but no, look is. at look at where we're coming and look at where we're we've come from and where we're going and it's like um i'm talking where this is gonna get broadcast so i have put my picture to my parents being like hey this is what i do <laughs> christmas merry fucking christmas and get news? no response yeah oh really <laughs> no, they, no. they have rejected you Oh, no, they just didn't acknowledge it. Because if they don't acknowledge it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Just oh, like I, my divorce didn't exist. Right. And, you know, like my sister getting raped as well didn't exist. And, yeah, my God, sister's in the community too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a totally different capacity. And she's in a fully monogamous relationship. Yeah. So. What are what are the problems in your life? Problems in my life. Mm-hmm. My brother killed himself two years ago. No, 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 no. Like, not that stuff. The, you're very figured out and wise about sex and relationships. Yep. What's wrong with my uh, life? No. Well, yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I don't I, make I, enough I'm, money okay. to live where I live. But I'm saying with you, with your brain. Oh, my brain. I've yeah. got ADHD. I'm dyslexic. I have depression. Okay. But. What am I coping? I str- So, okay. I struggle with talking about anything in a manner how a lot of people are talking about sex and relationships like like i'm gonna teach you something about this whatever and i'm and and i'm curious where that i don't know i'm trying to figure out if it is if i'm such a fucking weirdo which is possible or if there's a lot of people here compensating or if there's yeah, a lot of people are. here, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I do. because people don't show weakness. It, it's like because there's so much stigma around this life that what's my they're weakness? fortifying more and more. Like no, I'm, I'm a I'm fat saying, femme. But you're but I think you're quite beautiful. Thank you. You wear it exceptionally well. Absolutely. I, but that's not. But that for me, you're asking what's my weakness? Where my are my things? My dick limp is very small, <laughs> and it's very weird because it's 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 good when it's, it's hard. But good. It's, yeah. Does yeah. it take it a while? No. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling the me normal about like spaghetti penis earlier. Yeah, That's why yeah, I yeah, asked. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was joking, but um, well, I guess I'm not understanding your question. It's not a question. Oh, I'm just ruminating. Oh, ruminating. Yeah. We're ruminating. No, yeah, I, I think know. a lot of people. It, I think everyone that's is why so I, sure in this. It, oh. Like the people we talk to with us, everyone seems to come across very sure. Yeah, because right now they are. They've got that. Right. They've got that serotonin dump. They're feeling sexy. They're sure. feeling great. They're probably liquored up. Well, of course, yeah, this is going to be fucking amazing. And by the way, I love that. I've like, I feel like I've staked out a position that I don't really want, but it is the truth. Like I'm saying things that I, you know, see and, Isn't that and your job? believe. Yes, no one fucking pays me for this shit, but no. Um, pay me either. What? Oh, um, I'm not. I'm volunteering here this weekend. What was your job though? You said you, uh, you're a sex worker. Oh, what do you yeah. do as a sex worker? Well, um, I'm a dominatrix. Me um, too. <laughs> no wonder you're so confident. Why don't you say that right away? I 
I'm just joking. I, I'm, I'm I, sure you did. I, I, I don't know if I did. Okay. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I'm a dominatrix. So I'm. Yeah, I take tributes to beat people or tease people or. Can we do a session with B or Tevin? Um, if they're wanting to. Would you do it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, How much would I'd love to. Um, I like twenty per pro per bono. Twenty per darling. Yeah, typically. Wait, so that's forty. Can you're we rubbing do something? Both your darlings right yeah. now. Can we do something where where I pay that, but we we film, <laughs> so yes. or like even samples of it or something? Fuck yes. You want to do? Can that we do that right now? Yeah. Or or like we have to get here. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And who are we offering up right now? Because you're looking at both of us. Is I it think B? B. B consented. Yeah. It's okay. B. Did okay. you consent? I'm sorry, but yeah. I can be gentle. I'll, cons- I'll consent on. if it's you for the show. You doing it on film oh. would shut off half of our oh. audience. She yeah. would keep the entire That's audience. That's true. Yeah, let's can I do both we'll of you? Be. We're cutting this part out. Of That'd be great. Two for I'd two. I'd love for to see two that. Two for 60? Two for two. For two. Right, yeah. I see what you did there. What? We can do two for 60. You can put another another 20. Okay. Down low. Oh, Tom? <laughs> So then, Tom, we got three. We got three. <laughs> we got three. I mean, he was already in the closet. Tom, let's one, go. He was in the closet with us. Ooh. So then, one more. What? Can Tom, we? Can we talk about you that? You son on of air? a bitch! I told you to stay out of that closet. <laughs> How could you when there's two lovely ladies in there? That is true. Tom, you dirty um, dog. So, so, uh, no. so, Swinger Sex Fest. How about this? Swinger is it? Is it what? You, is it what you thought coming in? What did you do? Did you? So here's the what thing. What do you want to do better? I met Amanda. Um, when I was actually doming at Ground Zero, mm-hmm. um, so we met, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm putting on this this event. It's gonna be this great sex expo. We're opening it up to the, like the whole community. We want to bring all the sectors of the community together. Yep. Because I don't know, like, if you've talked about like what does swinging mean to you? What does kink mean to you? What is you know? You talk to the swingers, and they're like." No, kink doesn't happen unless I'm just talking about, like, tying somebody up in bondage. But then you get the people that are like, no, I'm very particular with my play partners, and I only do this, and I only smack people on the ass, or I only do whatever. Then you've got the people that are like, nope, I'm just here to fuck. One night stand, Mm -hmm. make sure you got it, spice it up a little bit, and then I'm done. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the others that show up and that are like, what the fuck? You said this was a total takeover. I want to be naked, running around, wearing right. nothing, staring at people, doing different things. We did that. So each person staring. that you talk to and each group and each cluster that you come across is going to have a different definition of what Swinger Sex Fest is. Mm-hmm. I took it as a lifestyle event, and then I found out the name and went, what the fuck? Because you put Swinger there first. Yeah. I think that's I talked to her about that yeah, last night. I was okay. like, it seems like it's Yeah, it was off putting when I heard the name, but it's been great. Yeah. She brought me on, she's like, Would you be willing, you know, to lead a class or two and then um help monitor the dungeon and like coach new people and like int- wow. like introduce people and I was like, Hell yes, because I love teaching sex ed and I love that's teaching consider- safer skills in oh, it's all part of it. So I teach sex ed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So my title. Um, I'm a youth minister that teaches sex ed. Hold on. So now (laughs) you are now currently. Yeah. So I'm half time. As a joke or like 
Like for fucking real. Really? Yeah, it is super progressive. What denomination? Church. Uh, one of those churches. One of those yeah. churches. So that's my thing. So I'm anti-religion one of those in general. Progressive. It's a cult. Not have you heard of the Unitarian Universalists? Yes, I have. I used to live right behind. Or Do you know what they're about or how like they? I work? know. This is this is my take on it. Please. And again, I'm well, okay. This Be partial. One of my like. He's an atheist. I got another yeah, atheist. Yeah, no. You're not going to offend me. What you guys did is you're all really religious, so you need something to hang on to. But then you go, I'm really religious, but if I go by the actual thing I was coming, I'd be in trouble. So let's Would just I? make no rules whatsoever. What? And then how that's how I, I take uh, universalist stuff. Am I uh, not right? I don't, the Am I not 100% right? Don't. I sh- um, I'm not a universalist. I'm, I'm like, really. No, I but I totally it. see There's what you're saying. There's new churches who just like change the rules and whatever. And Absolutely. You go, and but that's great. Yeah. But why even call it church? Like it's so. It's community. It's, yes. And that's fine. Just like this is that. community. Yeah. Yeah. You're not stunning me there. That's right. a normal. Right. That's what it's it is. It's community. But so why take church away church, from it. Right. Yeah. But some people. My minister. Why, why use all those things? Why Pastor? use all those things? Yeah. Because that's who's paying me right now. Right. It still is comforting. Absolutely. But then you take sex ed Mm -hmm. and minister and you throw it together and you go, what the, what the, what? Right. Sex minister. (laughs) Yeah. Sex minister. So kid you not. And I'm on on your side. No, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying is I'm like, let's, let's talk about this. Um, so yeah, I'm a youth minister. Um, and I've been in ministry and in youth ministry like my whole life and it's just evolved in different ways Mm -hmm. and like the open-mindedness of people it's like i've known i was queer gay whatever you want to call it since i was little and talking about the experimenting totally consider myself queer i don't consider you queer thank you what do you consider queer i don't know uh what what i consider queer yeah because everybody's definition i don't know like like queers Weird, yeah. Weird, exactly. exactly. I'm weird. Weirdos. Fuck yeah, I'm weird. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Well, I hate it. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> Why do you keep saying everyone, you're just because joking? Because everyone fucking agrees. Because you, I don't know. I'm what, just am, saying, I, like, am I too nice? Are you not getting the type of reactions no, you want? No, no, not at all. Not it's at insecurity. all. Insecurity. I'm stepping in for you're, Tevin. Every, we're all compensating. <laughs> yeah. What am I, what are you compensating? For swinging. What's the most jealous you've ever been during one? Because you alluded to that. And... Mm-hmm. It's hard to get people to say, like, times. Oh, no, totally, times. So, like, like, what's a specific one? Like, have you ever, like, you're having a foursome, and then you're like, you know what? I'm out of here, or whatever, yeah. you walk away. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Have you ever pulled him from, it, like, drug him out of a woman? Um, and then his head no, I have too much not. of a prong, and it held him in, and you go, ah, I would have been a, you just went from a swing scene to a BDSM scene. Good job. I like to be very I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Very nice. Thank you. I have a big shovel-headed penis that is made to go in <laughs> and scrape my predecessor's sperm out of there and leave mine deeper. This you were talking about, about your odd penis earlier. It's pronged. <laughs> no. So. Well, they do have some toys like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just depends what you're into, what feels good. Tell me a story about jealousy with it. Because jealousy. When we did it with Amanda, she claimed, the CEO of this esteemed event, claaimed that she's never felt jealousy. My ex-girlfriend never felt jealousy. I See, That's you think what she they're born me. like that? Or do you think, like... She was raised by a narcissist and is uber fucked up. 
What's something specifically that's made you mad? Oh, God. I got so jealous. So my ex-husband, um, we were in the lifestyle together, and I got so fucking pissed because he was like, I don't like that person. I was like, I don't give a shit if you like that person or not. I like one. Yes. Right. Like, come on. I was like, I don't like that person that you're fucking. And he's like, well, I'm still going to fuck her. And I was like, well, then I want to fuck this person. And I'm like, no, you can't. And I was like, well, then you can't. I feel like at that point, you guys are just cheating on each other. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So guess who didn't? Because it was ethical. And guess what? It's my ex-husband. <laughs> but I was so Makes jealous sense. of that bitch. Mm-hmm. Do you have sex in the same room uh, with people when you do, like, your fucking lifestyle? (laughs) (laughs) I have, yeah. Have or do? Like, because I know some people, like, do that only, like, to keep tabs on each other. I don't know why they do it. Um, So, yeah, when we, when I was married and started swinging, Mm -hmm. um, because it was beyond the kink, so it was like, we're going to have another partner or two. It was, you get a hotel room, you have two beds. And, like, you find a couple that you're, like, okay with, and then it's, like... Okay with? Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. We and that's what so many people were like. They were, like, oh, God, don't ever take one for the team. Okay. And I was, like, what do you mean take one for the team? Don't ever take one for the team. Oh, okay. Found out what that meant rapidly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not jumping on any grenades for your husband? Right. And it's, like, no, you cannot jump, like, no. Do not do that. So there was a time that I was totally jealous. I was like, oh, my God, she's really hot. I'd much rather be fucking her right now. Why is he fucking her? I just want to fuck her right That's how you now. get jealous? It's not like she's and fucking your guy. It's like you want to fuck her, too? Yeah. So in those situations, why don't you not just tell the person that, like, the guy Because that's a total rocks. cock block. Because that's his partner. And I if suppose. he's not getting attention, then there's going to be jealousy there. But, but couldn't you go to, like, a bar and find some hot single girl that you want to have sex with and he wants to have sex with? Are you a unicorn? Unicorn. unicorn since we're here in the lifestyle. We brought a unicorn to the event. Who? It's a B. Right. Uh, f- she's a, she's our greatest achievement. <laughs> Not she's Kevin. our greatest achievement. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she's the logo well, for our podcast. Please. Yeah. yeah for, Can we, we like, for make real her have the that logo. scene at some point? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, for for real. No, I'm totally for real. We're We're going upstairs right now. Pretend right now. I've never seen him like this. I'm very excited (laughs) to see him (laughs) enjoy. No, okay, first of all, can we we say this for the record? (laughs) B made me feel like the ultimate third wheel. I got pushed to the side. And they're like, hey. No one puts Tevin in the side. No, not ever. No, I mean, yes, they do. All the time. But they're they're like, hey, stop me as I'm walking by. Are you in the lifestyle? I said I panicked. I said no because I didn't. I didn't want to panic. Move. I, no, I wanted to You're say here yes. Working. Well, no, but I wanted to say yes just to fit in. But I was mm-hmm. like, if I say yes, I'm gonna get into some stuff that I'm not ready for. <laughs> so I said no, and they go bye, mm-hmm. and they talk to B, and now I'm standing there, like listening to B set up a meet upstairs. So I come back here, tell my star sorrows. And apparently I got invited without me knowing I got invited. So you're bitter for nothing. I'm bitter for nothing. And yeah. I should be in room 2417. No, we'll go there. come up to 2112 in a bit. That too. How about this? <laughs> We're not. How about that? Too. Okay, so. Okay. Everybody I have some real. I don't know where. I have some real fast questions I want to ask. Hold on. Who got that tied couple? up? Who she got, got tied up, up earlier. Yeah. 
I'll that I wouldn't want to do. I'd like to tie a chick to the bed and, you know. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> just, like, pour microwave popcorn all over her and eat it And then eat it off of her? That could be side. fun, too. Are yeah. you going to put M&Ms in it so it we melts and then it gets even messier? Dots. Oh, my God. Dots. Yeah, yeah dipping dots. Oh, yeah, dots or ice cream of the future. It's just added. I want to do ice cream of the future. <laughs> like yeah. at, at Valley Fair? Yeah. And it, oh, that was so Yeah, and have them stick, like, except you're the paper. still on the back of it. Okay. 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 Uh, focus. As focus, ladies. Focus. Yes, focus. As a dominatrix. Do dominatrixes fuck the subs? Uh, do, if I am do getting you. paid to do it, no. I will not. That is not the answer I was expecting. If What if they paid you to do it? I'm then you wouldn't do it? Exactly. Well, I assumed in so, your personal life you'd fuck people. Right. In my personal life, but as a dominatrix, no. Absolutely not. Because... It's not, yeah, it is a type of sex work. It is not, um, I, I doing prostitution is not something that I have jumped into yet. I'm dipping my toe in the sugar bowl, you if you will. As in sugar baby? Yeah. Okay. I'm dipping, I'm dipping a toe and that's going to be prostitution, but that's going to be my step into. It doesn't have to be though, right? It does not have to be. But it should However, be if you want However, it's just, yeah, it's just the label. Yeah. Labels are for cans. And <laughs> and it's emotional time. It's either time having sex. It's time writing them an email. It's time, you know, sending yeah. them a sexy photo of, like, the beautiful legs that they're missing while they're on a business trip. And then me telling him to buy panties and put them on and send me a photo. And he pays you yes. to put on panties and send you a photo of him. Yes. Huh. Yes. Money not well. What spent. do you do? You ever? Not for you. Well, no, not. I mean, right? right. And it's okay, not no, I'm not for saying you. nothing against you, yeah, but I'm just saying. What the fuck? Which is general. But, but that's judge. just it. That's just now. Now you know. And then when you, you negotiate and you get to you get to continue and say, okay, so then the next time I see you, I'll be wearing those panties and I'm gonna turn your ass black and blue. I'm still not sending you that picture. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just me. It's just so me. So sophistication isn't something for you. That's cool. Okay, that's fine. We'll you find don't have to do that. We'll find someone else in room two thirty one four seven. No, he's gonna figure it out now. Um, <laughs> oh, when you're back to the swinger stuff, Thank you. if you get in a fight, <laughs> oh, how do you not like, to me, you get in a fight and then you can't even fuck someone as a jealousy thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh God. Nights are ruined. Like, I condone that. Constantly. Nights, yeah, nights get, get ruined. So more importantly, do you get into fights just so you guys go fuck somebody? Oh, you're welcome. We're clearly out of questions. Well, that was a I'm good joking, fucking I'm question. Joking. I know. It that was. was a really good question. You know, I think if that were something for me, like kinky wise, mm-hmm. um, like that, like revenge fucking or that like anger fuck. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, that could be really hot. Mm-hmm. Like soup. Thank you. Do you. What's the most money you've made in one one session? Um. Well, so most of my doming has happened on stage so it's performance based as well okay. um and Why so dumb on stage yeah okay. ground zero okay i've seen that yep 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 and I then <laughs> for real <laughs> oh 
No, it's fun. I like oh, it. No, I'm saying, how did that work? Because terrible. where did you did you do it from the main stage? Mm-hmm. <gasps> With yes. um, and then no, I just know that stage. That's why burlesque. Oh. It was it, it was part of a burlesque show. I think was it Big and Bad Burlesque? I think so. Maybe Shut I know there was um, the Native American girl who dresses up like for burlesque who like got in a lot of controversy, which I thought was in a way silly because I thought that that's rooted in the history of burlesque a little bit to do like very provocative cheeky things but I don't know I think it depends on the community um, all right what for burlesque one question okay, left and okay. honestly it would be criminal if we didn't ask this question yeah. being here at sex fest that's embarrassing. and honestly because we, we talk about this here we day. talk about all the time we oh, want to get down yeah, to the feels fine. we want to get down to the emotional aspect of what this podcast is so what is the biggest pair of tits you've ever seen on a woman? Mine. Wow. Out to here? How, here. Yeah, right. Like here? Stop. Like in a push-up bra, sports bra? No. Can we also ask a dick question? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. What is the I don't like that smallest one so dick that you've ever had sex with? Smallest dick I've ever. I like asking women that because I'm constantly shocked. At so, okay, here you go. Let me, let me twist your, let me twist you. I had sex with a trans guy. So he had a small dick, is what they you're saying? I, I view them as just totally equal. I don't get what. Right. No. No, so I actually don't understand what dick? that means. But, she, yeah, maybe. his dick calls it, like, clitoris is his dick. That's his oh, dick. Okay. So that's the, the smallest dick to trans guy. Size of a walnut. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So, yeah, it was probably about that it size. Was, I didn't like it. I thought it was, I found yeah, it so probably about a little, maybe more pecan, <laughs> a shelled pecan. <laughs> So that's okay. the smallest. Um, it's like a big peanut. Yeah, a little bit bigger. Yeah. Biggest dick you've and ever been with. And then biggest dick I've ever been with. The girth or Sibian. the Sibian um, No, just girth or like legs? overall size. Is there one that stands out where you go like, oh, that one? Yeah. Really? <laughs> really? That's amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, sure do. Stands above all the rest. What's uh? Yeah, can you approximate it? Um, Coke can? I was going to say your Modelo can right there. All right. That was the Dominatrix. And now we have uh, sort of the close of uh, Swinger Sex Fest. We had she, we talked to Serena, who is a pansexual poly, I know what poly means, many-sided, but I, or poly means many, but I, I don't know poly what. Pansexual, polyamorous, po- pansexual, polyamorous, and she's also psychic, and I really love talking to her. And there's at first I thought this chick is nuts. That's what I thought, but she, um, and she may be, but I loved her, and uh, really enjoyed talking to her. And she was very intelligent. So we're back here. We're at we're at Sex Fest, Swinger Sex Fest. I've already forgotten what it's called. Nope, Swinger, Swinger Sex Fest. Swinger Sex Fest. Fest. The greatest place on earth. <laughs> it really has been great. It's been phenomenal. Just a, it really has. I've never seen this many white people having sex. Um, I hope <laughs> to see more people of color. Yeah, African Americans, black people, where, where y'all at? Get on out. Bring, bring, bring your white bring your white girlfriend out. Mm-hmm. Let's have sex in the orgy room. There's the VIP orgy room. Or just have me watch. Lots of pasty sex, indeed. Yeah. Hasty Midwestern sex. Yeah, I yeah. saw I saw happening. three turkey, three <laughs> turkey turkeys. Asses. Yep, that's where a white woman and a m- white male have sex in the missionary position with like the white girl's feet up, so it looks like a turkey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
That's very clever, yeah. Tevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I saw a couple of candidates for my new business. Have you heard about that? No. Called Dry Riders. Okay. Go to a strip club, or you can come over to Dry Riders, which is near pants, fifty dollars. Anyway, uh, we're not here to talk about that right now. Um, <laughs> it's a failed venture, anyway. Fair enough. Okay. No. So, do you identify as a swinger? No. No? So, y you, you are new to this? Thing? Yes. Um, so, the name of the expo is kind of a fail because they market this as someone for everybody. Mm -hmm. And yet, they use the name swingers. Mm -hmm. Go figure. And I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, I'd really like to go to this event, but I don't consider myself a swinger. And I try to tell them, like, oh, it's not really for, you know, mm -hmm. swingers. It's for everyone. But the name scares a lot of people away. Uh, How'd you find your, your way into this? You know, I, I guess to even try this mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Into like this particular expo or this well, lifestyle? The real question I want to ask is that, or that I've asked everyone, sex uh -huh. workers, whatever is, before, I think to your more suburban, whatever, mm -hmm. normal dork type person, they would wonder like, are you a slut? <laughs> or were you before that? Like, do you am consider I, yourself am that I way? A slut. Yeah, I, I, and, and I'll go first. Okay. I was a slut for a long time. You were a slut for a long time. Is and now I want to be, but I can't. Is this a confession time? Like, yeah. I was a slut? No. Sure. If you want it to be. Um, we, yeah, we don't find that to be negative. I really. was never a slut. Mm -hmm. I, unless I was in having a breakup and then I became a total slut. That's natural. You know, that's kind of the natural order of things. Um, now I like to consider myself sexually liberated. I like to consider you that way, too. Um, I am married. Ugh. No. I'm, I'm just... I'm I actually... Um, I'm in a polyamorous marriage. I have a husband and a wife. Wow. Mm -hmm. My husband has been my husband of eight years. We have four children together. My wife, uh, we have been married a couple of months now. So you consider yourself married to the wife the same way as the husband? Absolutely. Wow. And I mean, maybe I'm dumb, but is it like I'm technically legal to be? It's not legal to be married to two people, right? Certainly not. Okay. Right. Okay. No. Okay. How do you get a, like? Wow. I'm fucking blown away, actually. Is and is there and just a piggyback off that? Is there any like thing in legislation that's trying to? Like, Nobody's oh, advocating okay. for that. <laughs> Nobody's advocating. No, for because people are terrified of that. I think, right? Well, people were terrified of gay marriage too, and what right. happened? Exactly. We've come a long way with marriage legislation. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, actually, polygamy was just legalized in Utah, which I think is a good thing. Because when you look at polygamous marriages in Utah, what you're looking at are older men marrying teenage girls. Yeah. And these teenage girls have, they have, um, you know, quote unquote, uh, religious ceremonies, no legal rights whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And um, no protections under the law, nothing right. like that. No child support. So if they try to flee, 
they're basically single mothers on their own. So now the great part about legalizing polygamy in Utah is that it gives those mothers protection. Yeah, sort of like the legalizing prostitution argument in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know, just you bring it out of the dark. What, do, like, do you identify as bisexual or had you before this? Or how does that work? I identify as pansexual. Okay. That means I don't love genitals. I love okay. the person. I do you like genitals? I like genitals a lot. Don't you like genitals? I do. I do. But just trying to find some common ground here. <laughs> no. We have a lot of common ground. I think so, too. <laughs> um, when did you come to that conclusion? Oh, boy. Um, you know, I think I was around 17 when I, I was engaged to this... Uh, 50-year-old charismatic white guy? Mm, no. <laughs> not quite. He no. was this 18-year-old Irish Catholic boy who was going into the Air Force, and I was going to be his military wife, and he was this, like, conservative Christian, and I was, this, you know, I, I wanted to... I wanted to escape my home life. Yeah, more free-spirited in general. Well, I thought that marrying him was the only way out. So I, that was the course I was going to take. And then I met this girl named Katie. And she changed my world. And uh, we started out as friends. And then one night, we got stuck. our car got stuck in the mud. And we kissed and it changed everything and then she became my girlfriend and I left my fiance and that was it I thought I was a lesbian for a while you know I was thinking that too so just <laughs> now, wait, wait, we're, um, did you come from so you know and I'm, I'm truly not trying to pry if this is mm -hmm. uncomfortable but so do you come from a, a background of abuse kind of thing is, is that what you're yeah um you were that yeah, I mean, it's just to, you know, again, regular listeners, I think that's something that people jump to with a lot of that, but right. it's nice to know that. I was never physically abused. Okay. Um, I come from a background of mental illness in my family that was very difficult to live with, mm -hmm. and um, a lot of toxic miscommunication and a lot of emotional and mental abuse. Yeah. Never, thank, thankfully, never physical abuse. Yeah. I consider yeah. myself very lucky. And, and that's a very common misconception yeah. with BDSM. Right. I see that a lot, especially with the Fifty Shades of Grey bullshit. You see that? I'm actually in the process of writing my own novel um, about really? BDSM. Yes, okay. that's going to uh, hopefully... Uh, a hundred shades of gray. Yeah, a thousand shades of gray. There you go. Yeah. All and, the shades. And, and of you gray. say fifty grays is a shade bullshit. I feel like for most of America, it was like, oh, we love that movie, and that's <laughs> bringing us out of our shell. Whereas you're saying, no, this is. It brings like the mainstream. <sighs> yeah. What what are, what are your issues with that, and why? I guess oh, honey, for someone that's more in depth into it. I have so many issues with that movie. It's in the and the books. First of all. That relationship is an abusive relationship. It's not a BDSM relationship. Second of all, it's a complete misrepresentation of what BDSM actually is. So then what's your ideal BDSM relationship? A BDSM relationship is not because you had a 
Am I allowed to swear? Oh, you are allowed to swear. I thought so. It's yeah. not because you had a fucked up childhood, so you don't know how to be a functional adult. Mm-hmm. Right, it does help, though. I mean, sometimes it I helps. mean, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, right. But, you know, I mean, BD... Okay, so the way I see BDSM, I come from it... Um, I come at it from a f- spiritual perspective. Okay, so I'm mm, a I guess that. I'm a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. BDSM brings me closer to the divine, and pain brings me closer to the divine. Um, it's a process that uh, it's difficult to encapsulate in words. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the Fifty Shades of Grey phenomena just watered it down, dumbed it down, typical, you Yeah, know. they took something that was... Yeah. Uh, what, it's what Hollywood does over and over. They take something that's cool and then they ruin it and bring it to the mainstream and fuck it up. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, when you do BDSM, so you did BDSM essentially before this. So you, as far as your trajectory goes, you're a good Catholic girl or whatever it is. <laughs> Jewish girl. Yep. Like okay. Jewish, Jewish, right? <laughs> was there a Catholic thing, or did I just no, okay? You made that up. Just That's the guilt funny. part. <laughs> so then um, you went, whatever, lesbian, and then what was the next jump? <laughs> and then so from there, once I had the I'm a lesbian epiphany, mm-hmm. I realized I'm not a lesbian. I you know because I still like dudes, but I like I like girls too, and then I realized like wait no because because I also like people who are transgender. Mm-hmm. I like ev- I like people who are androgynous. I like it all. I don't I don't like just one thing, and I don't like to be boxed in to one thing. Have you dated transgender people? Or yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Where does pansexual? And this is gonna sound fucking stupid of a question for there's, you. There's no stupid question. Does no? I, I've asked a few on this podcast. I found them. What? Uh, <laughs> for at least two. Where does it stop? <laughs> Where does it stop? Pansexual. Like, I mean, honestly. Uh-huh. Does it go to, like, uh, go, of course, the, uh, you know, like, whatever. You're, I saw a video of a horse. Yeah, I saw a okay, video of a horse in Tijuana. And, oh, he looked happy. But well, it stops where, I guess, humans stop. Okay. That's what, that's uh, right. See? Because then it's, that's, that would be bestiality. Okay. So there you go. I'm not against that. Okay. As long as the You're beast not is into it. Okay. We're not even, even going to get into it. I'm that. not we're fucking not saying that. I, I, no, I'm dead serious, though. I truly, when she said that, I don't know what. Oh, well, right. Because it, so it opens up a, a huge layer of people identifying as certain things and where. But, because, you know, there's oh. furry people who yep. like yeah. to identify as animals. Yes. So that's a thing. I'd like you to take a look at my torso after this and tell me if I classify under that. As a furry? As a furry. Why do you have like a bunny? Body hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of hair. Yeah, body hair. What is what? What do you like best about Sex Fest? Oh man, I I love I love the ecstatic energy. I love so energy play is my kink. Yeah. Energy play. Wow. Mm-hmm. What do you? What is energy play like? What do you? I have some pretty hardcore energy. Energy play. Um, I just engaged in some with this really beautiful woman and we'll probably end up doing some more later um, where she tied me up and then just kind of like spanked me around and kissed me and pulled my hair and like scratched me up and um, 
just kind of dominated me mm-hmm. and and just kind of like it's it's hard to explain because you have to like be in the exchange to feel it yeah and it was just I gave her all of my body it was all hers she could have it all and she knew that she could have it all and did she take it all mm, I take the whole we were, fucking thing. we were in the middle of the room so <laughs> she couldn't really take it all right but she could have and I would have let her and it was that kind of like that kind stop? of why did it stop yeah because that's just amazing <laughs> you know, so we like were in the middle of a crowded room and yeah, but when you have energy like that yeah it was it, I could have seen it being like a runaway train. I, I think a psychic came. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much yes. for doing this. For real. What, how about the psychic aspect hmm. of it? How do you... F- that's and, and what level of psychic are we talking about? Like, you believe you can predict the future or you read tarot cards? So that's been an ever-evolving process. Um, started out as I started reading tarot cards, um, and it all just happened very quickly. I um, I am a Krishna channel. I had a so okay. So now now's the part where you're just gonna have to bear with me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I respect you if you don't believe me. Because it's going to mm-hmm. sound crazy. It's, yeah, it's and I possible. wouldn't believe me either if I just were hearing some random girl on the street saying what I'm about to tell you. So in 2012, I was trying to connect to the Christ consciousness. I was in meditation. I was in a rough spot in my life. I just felt like I just really needed um, some guidance. So I was trying to connect to, to Jesus. And then I saw Vishnu descending from a on a chariot in my meditation and it shocked me so much that I jumped out of the meditation and I was just like Whoop. and then I just felt this like need to go back in to meditation so I went back in and um, uh, went back in the meditation and uh, long story short had a really intense, powerful meditation where Vishnu and Krishna, who I learned later, Krishna is kind of like Vishnu's avatar, kind of like how Jesus speaks for the Father God. Um, Krishna was speaking for Vishnu and was his mouthpiece. Vishnu never has spoken a word to me in all the years that I've known him. Um, It always comes from Krishna, and so he accepted me as his devotee gave me the name Swadinanda Amabila. And then after that, I uh, started reading tarot cards. I just started reading them. Um, and I would pick up a card and, you know, I'd pull a card for someone and and then I would just intuitively feel like putting it up against my third eye and then I would start getting um, uh, clairsentient messages. So I would start like kind of intuitively hearing and feeling the answers to my clients' questions. So the message, so, so if someone asks, how is this marriage going to go or whatever? So someone, let's say someone would ask me like, what's my husband? How's my marriage going to go? Yeah, like okay. someone would say like, How's, what's my husband thinking about my relationship? Mm-hmm. 
so I'd hold, I pull a card. It's usually like a love card in such a situation. I pull the card, put it up against uh, my third eye, and then I would immediately feel exactly what their partner is feeling. And I would be able to tell them what their partner is thinking. You know, the, the downside of that is that you often hear and see things that you don't really want to tell that person, like your partner's cheating on you or your yeah. partner is ready to bail. Like you oftentimes, I find myself like really emotionally conflicted. Like I don't want to tell this person this thing. Do, do you hold it back ever and say, like, oh, I'm going to tell you half the truth? Um, I'm tempted to. I'm really tempted yeah. to. And there are times in relationships where they go up and down. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't know. That's, and, that's a difficult and so, decision. And so second qu- or second question, mm-hmm. and this might be the second dumb question we've asked you, but I feel like when you say third eye, mm-hmm. most of the time in movies, it's in the middle Butthole. of your forehead. Mm-hmm. What is your third eye? Is it like the stare? Is like in the middle of the forehead, or is like is your third eye on your shoulder? No, it's right here. Okay. Yeah. It's a, Okay, so I'll just make sure because I don't know if like your third eye could be like on your cheek. So what? How do these messages come if you get news? So okay, I get it. You feel their feeling. How do you know that that's what it's evolved since then? Oh, it has. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Since then, I've actually started making contact with the dead. Really? I told you it's gonna get weird. No, I love it. So now every tarot reading that I've done. Um, as I do the readings, I start hearing names and I start um, seeing people that I don't know. And I'll say, like, did you, I, do you have a grandmother named Margaret? Yes, I do. Or like, do you, I'm seeing a Paul with glasses. Oh, that's my grandpa Paul. I'm like, yep, I'm seeing him at a poker table. Yeah, that's why you used to love to sit and play poker. So, can I've we do one? A tarot reading? Yeah. Oh. Like, because there's a dead person? Yeah. I wish I had yeah. my cards on me. I almost brought them. Are you going to be here tomorrow night? No, unfortunately, I'm not. I'm so sorry. Okay. But I can, we can meet up again with, with my tarot cards. I could do a reading. Absolutely. I mean, especially if we could do it on the air. I'd be very curious. That would be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. So what, um, what are you trying to... So, okay. If you feel things, hear things, so how else has it evolved? So the dead, and then what What are examples of things that you've um, found or whatever? Well, um, I think the I've had two experiences that were so freaky, they will stay with me for the rest of my life. Um, one was uh, where I had an entity stay with me for 24 hours after I, I met with this widow who wanted to get in touch with her husband who died of an overdose. And um, she was pregnant at the time of his death. She was still pregnant when she got in touch with me. And um, her late husband was really excited about the baby. And I, at the time, had two small babies at home, my, my twins. and. Um, so I was able to give her a really fabulous reading. With her, her husband came to me right away. I was able to tell her all sorts of details about his private life, his middle name, you know, all sorts of things that she didn't tell me. I was able to tell her like um, this journal that he left on his bedside table. He showed me that he left a journal on his bedside table, and 
he showed me the way he died of an overdose and you know all these really vivid details and I then show you that just images pop up in you my like head play the image essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay images that just come out of nowhere crystal clear images what, what do you do when they come like I mean so you're just sitting there looking at me mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you, you see it mm-hmm. do you see things like now um, no. Okay. Yeah, I need a tool. Most psychics will need some sort of tool, some sort of divination tool. Okay. And the reason for that is that you, um, it takes a lot of energy to connect. Yeah. So um, when we have our tool, whatever it is, some people use like tea leaves, some people use um, whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, it's my tarot deck. Um, it's just that process of, for me, like, full shuffling the cards and I have a special way that I cut the deck and a special prayer that I say when I when I um when I shuffle them and it just gets me connected what does your like family think of it I'm grateful that I have a supportive family now Mm -hmm. but it wasn't always that way yeah um I was a very psychic child and I used to see dead people when I was a kid so um, why don't you see them now? Well, I think I had to learn to shut it out because it became problematic okay. when, I was, when I was a kid. And I would tell my mother about these things I saw. I remember when my grandfather died, um, my mother said to me, don't pretend about grandpa like you'd pretend about other dead people. <laughs> and I huh. said, okay. <laughs> And then my grandfather did try to connect with me, and I, and I went to my mom, and I'm like, Mom, Grandpa wants to talk to you. And she got really upset, and she's like, I told you not to do this. Yeah. And I, I went back to my grandfather, and I'm like, sorry, Grandpa. Mom doesn't want to talk to you, and I don't think I should talk to you she's either. She's busy. So, yeah, um, check us out. We'll release part two. And, uh, yeah, keep listening. I love part two as well. Goodbye.